Hey y'all, hey. So we back. It's Milan Milan and we're on Ecclesiastes 2. So I hope that you have had opportunity to go over um, the story of King David, Bathsheba, and Uriah, as well as going over to um, getting just a bit more knowledge about King Solomon himself. All right, so we are going to start with part two, but I do also like I always do, right? I try to give you something to kind of like start with, like some background, some context, right? So you guys know Ecclesiastes, basically um, we've gone over part one, but Ecclesiastes convincingly, basically it portrays the emptiness and the perplexity of life without the relationship of our father, right? So each person has eternity in his heart, which we saw, well, we will see in 3, <laughs> verse 11. And the only um, Christ can provide that ultimate satisfaction, right? So the only void, the, the only one that can fill that void is our Savior, is basically what this is saying. No one else can do it. It doesn't matter how much money you can, you know, make, uh, how big your house is, how many houses you have, how many vehicles you have, how many friends you have. Um, none of that stuff matters. Because at the end of the day, the only one that can fill that void that you continually try to fill with everything other is our father. So. You should know that. <laughs> and so I am looking at my study Bible, right? And it just kind of goes over this life with and without God. So I'm just going to read you a little bit and we're going to get right into part two. So one way to begin to approach um, this book is to read it in contrast between two different outlooks on life. One acknowledges God and the other does not. Okay. So pursuing a relationship with God is to live from the hand of him. <clears throat> we'll read about that in this second part. And it leads to joy and harmony, failing to honor God. On the other hand is to live under the sun. And so we saw that in Ecclesiastes 1. If you look back at uh, 1, 3, and then also if you look back at 1, 3, and also 1, 4, all right? And this is filled with pain toil, disillusionment, right? I hope I said that right. And sadness, all right? So clearly, life with God is better than life without him. And that's exactly what it is telling you. It's better with him than it is without him. So let's get right into part two. The vanity of pleasure. And it starts just like this. I said in my heart, come now, I will test you in myrrh. 
Therefore, enjoy pleasure. But surely this also was vanity. I said of laughter, madness, and of mirth, what does it accomplish? I searched in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine while guiding my heart with wisdom and how to lay hold on folly till I might see what was good for the sons of men to do under all the day, under heaven all the days of their lives. I made my works great. I built myself houses and planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens and orchards, and I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made myself water pools from which to water the growing trees of the grove. I acquired male and female servants and had servants born in my house. Yes, I had great possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the special treasures of kings and the provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delights of the sons of men, and musical instruments of all kinds. So I became great and excelled more than all who were before me in Jerusalem. Also, my wisdom remained with me. Whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep them from. I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my reward from all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done, and on the labor in which I had toiled, and indeed, all was vanity and grasping for the wind. There was no profit under the sun. Then I turned myself to consider wisdom and madness and folly. For what can the man do who succeeds the king? Only what he has already done. Then I say that wisdom excels folly as light excels darkness. The wise man's eyes are in his head, but the fool walks in darkness. Yet I myself perceive that the same events happens to them all. So I said in my heart, as it happens to the fool, it also happens to me. And why was I then more wise? Then I said in my heart, this also is vanity. For there is no more remembrance of the wise than of the fool forever. Since all that now is will be forgotten in the days to come. And how does the wise man die? As the fool. Therefore, I hated life because the work that was done under the sun was distressing to me. For all is vanity and grasping for the wind. Then I hated all my labor in which I had toiled under the sun because I must leave it to the man who will come after me. And who knows whether he will be wise or a fool. Yet he will rule over all my labor in which I toiled and in which I have shown myself wise under the sun. This also is vanity. Therefore, 
I turned my heart and despaired of all the labor in which I had toiled under the sun. For there is a man whose labor is with wisdom, knowledge, and skill. Yet he must leave his heritage to a man who has not labored for it. This also is vanity and a great evil. For what has man for all his labor and for the striving of his heart with which he has toiled under the sun? For all his days are sorrowful and his work burdensome. Even in the night, his heart takes no rest. This also is vanity. Nothing is better for a man than he should eat and drink and that his soul should enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw was from the hand of God. For who can eat or who can have enjoyment more than I? For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give to him who is good before God. This also is vanity and grasping for the wind. You guys, King Solomon, like I said, he did not lack in intelligence. This is amazingly written. I love it, love it, love it. As we go through Ecclesiastes, Woo, we finished day two. Join me tomorrow for part three. Share it, study it. Please, please, please read your love letters. Peace.